I'm Cassie. I'm Keegan. I'm Christina. And, and I'm going to kick us off. We're recording remotely. Yes. Yes, we <laughs> yeah. are. Yes, we are. Welcome to the new normal. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but this is the absolute most wild story. It's got me heated. It's got me up in arms. Um, so I think we've talked about it on the podcast before the Are We Dating the Same Guy Facebook, which mm-hmm. yes, uh-huh. huge fan of women helping yeah, women. Great. Um, I'm here for it. So apparently there's this guy in Chicago that, um, he's just a repeat offender. He's been featured on their local private, by the way, it's private, uh, Facebook group. Are we dating the same guy? They're like, for the listeners who are maybe potentially new here, give us like, tell us what are we dating the same guy is. Okay. Are we dating the same guy is a group that you can get on to as a single woman. Um, there's local ones. Um, so like Chicago, they have their own. So you can right. go on and you can be like, I matched with this guy. He's a complete psycho, like steer clear of him. Um, right. Super, super great. Uh, well, this guy. We're like a serial dater or whatever, but most cities have this, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So this guy, <laughs> he is mass suing his past dates for $75 million after okay, they sir. posted negative reviews of him. Okay. <laughs> $75 million. $75 this million. Man thinks. Yep. How yep. many uh, women? How many first, women do we know? 27 named women, including moderators of the Facebook group and Meta. He's suing oh, Facebook okay. too. You're gonna sue you're gonna sue okay. Zuck for this? Okay. Good luck with that, cool. sir. <laughs> yeah. Great. Good for you. He's uh his lawyer says the defendants broadcast their outrageous, cruel, and malicious <gasps> lies about the plaintiff. I'm sorry, they posted receipts. Like they had screenshots of his right, like it's only it's only defamation if it's untrue, isn't that right? There you go. <laughs> exactly. So, yes. I don't see how this is going to go well for him. Um, Also, uh, apparently him bringing um, notoriety to himself uh, is already shooting himself in the foot because he is facing tax fraud charges. Oh, (laughs) so not only are you a piece of shit dating, trying to date multiple women at the same time Mm -hmm. without their knowledge, you're also committing federal tax fraud cool 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 <laughs> this is gonna work out cool. so well for you i see i see nothing but blue skies in your future <laughs> exactly what <laughs> bonkers i know what these people have no like what do you think the outcome was be i'm telling you no one has ever played your game christina you got to put that on the market trademark consequences yeah Play it through. Play it through. What's that next step look like well, if you're on that board li- of life? Yeah. <laughs> life board. I mean, and it's also moving like, your little car forward. Sir, do you not understand that this makes you look like a bigger tool? Like yeah. you look like right. a bigger asshole. Like do yourself a favor and just shut the fuck up. Just shut the right. fuck up and just maybe like a different state. stop dating every woman in the city at the same fucking time. Or there's nothing. Look, you can Samantha Jones your life away. That's absolutely Perfect. good for you. We love that. But we love an honest queen, okay? Samantha Jones is honest. Mm-hmm. 
You just gotta, you can't be like, you're the only one. You're the one for me. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? You just gotta be honest about like, I'm playing the field. I'm dating around. Like, don't make these people think that they're the only one. And then they won't need to compare receipts about it. All right. Yep. There's literally nothing wrong with dating around. No. No. There is a problem with exactly what you're saying, Keegan. Lying. Honesty. Yes. That's right. And then then getting so like hurt that you got caught so in your field oh but cassie women are emotional women are too emotional right we couldn't run a country we're just too emotional (laughs) yep yep oh wow i thought you guys would appreciate that oh that's i mean priceless well, I have a request. Um, this is a repeat request from our editor, Thomas. So he's brought this up to me before. And then I just, okay. you know, life got in the way. And I don't think I ever brought it up on the podcast. But he had watched an episode of This American Life. And in mm-hmm. that episode, and it was from quite a while ago. And in that episode, um, it was a whole episode talking about rats. Just rats as an animal, rats as a species, right? Okay. And in general, I'm going to go ahead and say off the top, controversial opinion possibly, I am in general pretty pro-pet rat. Like I, pro rat. I, I am pro-pet rat. I think that they're smart, they're cuddly. I've known quite a few of them and I and I like them, yeah. okay? But the question... I got to be honest, mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of not anti-rat in my hood either i mean as long as they're not being destructive (laughs) but like i saw a dead rat the other day and i'm it breaks my fucking heart like i and i'm like first of all you're not supposed to put poison out and in neighborhoods in la it's it's not supposed to do that because honestly not only do rats get in it but local dogs you know raccoons squirrels Mm -hmm. all these other animals that are part of our ecosystem Mm -hmm. get into that and die but i just saw a dead rat the other day and i'm like poor baby Listen, that makes me sad. Rats can. I know. Can, I'm sorry. I'm weird. I'm pro rat in general. I'm I'm pro animal in general. You know, but like yeah. rats can be a problem, right? Like sure. if you get too many of them, that's how you get the black plague. You know what I mean? Like that's how that shit happens, right? Like so, mm-hmm. you got to be careful with the number of rats in your hood. I understand that, um, but in but aren't birds just rats with wings? They're not just real. Guess. Well, that's true. <laughs> it's not worth talking about, actually. Um, they're yeah, they're sorry. simulations. Sorry. Okay, got it. So it doesn't matter. Yes, got um, it. <laughs> however, okay, so in this, this American Life episode, the question that Thomas is posing is how many rats is too many rats? Because this guy... To own? To, uh, to own. Like, let, me, let me tell you a story. So this guy, he, it was during lockdown, and he mm-hmm. found a rat that was injured. And he okay. took the rat inside. He's me. <laughs> right. It, he took the rat inside and he called up like a rat rescue. And he was like, what do I do with this rat? And it's during lockdown. So it's like, uh, you know, you we can't help you. Here's what you can do to take care of the rat. So he did that. He like developed a rapport with this rescue and they convinced him to take in more rats. So he ended up taking in more and more rats And it got Mm -hmm. to the point where, like, he had, like, six rats. Now, at this point, he was dating. And um, I think lockdown was coming to an end. So, he keep you know, we were going out. We were dating. The issue, and I will say, at the end of this, he ends up with something like 18 rats is the most he ends up having. So, too many. First of all, too many. Right off the bat. 
in yep. in any capacity it's it's too many rats secondly mm-hmm. his rats are free range rats he lets the rats have the I, run of the apartment no okay so he no. was saying like he's like i was <laughs> no. on a date at this time i only i only had about six free range free roaming rats only. in my house and he's like i went on a date the date was going well i was taking her back to my apartment i was driving back to the apartment and i realized i hadn't told her about the rats that's very important information it's can you fucking imagine you get to your date's house and there's just rats like scurrying around all over the place and you're like oh yeah by the way there are I don't just love rats that. I need to be warned. Y- you gotta be warned. And so he got really. I need to be warned, and I need you to tell me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. So he gets really self-conscious about this, and he's like, he just makes up an excuse. He just makes up an excuse to not take her to his house. Like they're on the way. They are like halfway there. She's in the car, and he makes up an excuse not to take her to his house because he doesn't want to try and explain the rat thing, like, on the way. Well, yeah, the on the spur. Thing. You know what I this mean? This is smart. So far, this is smart. So he smart. he was basically saying, like, this is really hindering my dating life. Like, I don't know what to do about the rats. So get, then the question came, like, the rats. how forgiving would you be of, like, how many rats is too many rats? How forgiving would you be about this? Do you have, is there, okay. like, a, a weird pet thing? Like, you know, this is a, a okay. rat guy. Uh, and that would be that yeah. would be a hard pass for some people. I actually found when trying to find this story again, I found uh, on a rat subreddit that this is actually a very common thing with people who own rats trying to date. Is that like a lot of people are like it's an immediate no? It's a it's a I've, it's a red flag deal breaker. I've got it's not I've a got thoughts. Me. It is I do too. It Please is, share. It is very much a problem for me. The free range sixteen. The, the free range is the problem. Yes. The free range yes. is the problem, yes. and the number you sixteen to eighteen anything. Like Take I love cats. You have eighteen question. cats. Eighteen nope. cats is too, too many. many cats. They eighteen children. Too many. Way too many. They all shit and piss. Right. Yeah. So you your place is covered in rat right. shit and piss. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I'm I mean, sorry. And then, no, that's a no. So then the other question is, yeah, you're right. How do you feel about absolute no. free range other animals? Because lots of people have free range rabbits <laughs> that dog. they just let I run have a around. Dog, dogs are different. I just let my cat live his life. Cats are different. <laughs> dogs are different because cats. There's a designated okay, why? because they don't just like pee and poop everywhere. Right. I don't know. I've seen some dogs pee and poop everywhere. Well, then I, that would be a red flag for me too. I'd That's be like, an owner an situation. No, like, right. but most yeah. dogs Listen, don't do it in the house like that. I'll say this: as long as, first of all, back to the original question, three three rats maximum. That's the maximum you. Okay, you that's sh- your personal. I, I feel max. like you should have. Okay. that's a personal Got personal it. maximum. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's not. After that part, you're not really doing a service to anything at that point. I understand being a rehab and doing the right thing and doing that stuff, but at some point, too much, right? Second to that, free range, not great. These aren't t- traditional free range animals. Now, if you have a pet rat in which, like, maybe you can lay down like a, a pad or they have like a like a, a cage that they go into to use the restroom, that's different. If you have like rats that are trained to do that kind of thing, I think across the board, it's about how well is the animal trained? I have a friend who has a pet rabbit who is trained to go to a certain area to use, like, it's not quite a litter box, but like a, a, a an area that is 
mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's kept clean. So I think that's that, interesting like, to me, though, because I thought rabbits you know? were like, I didn't think that they could control where they pooped. Like, aren't, don't they just have droppings? Like when they're just like running well, around? I th- the, I think that there's like he keeps the, the rabbit in a contained okay. room oh, when they're okay. not okay. home. There's a rabbit room. But understood. But they have like they have an area and I know this is so silly. <laughs> no, it's not. But like, like, like this is like yeah. a good conversation to have because for me even like it's all personal, right? Like if you had six yeah. rats even. If you had six rats and you have and you take and care you of your place an enclosure for them and there's like mm-hmm. a nice yes. big enclosure that they can all play around in that is contained then i would be like that's fine that's fine with me i'm pretty easygoing about like a lot of those things i think that rats are cute like my issue is i'm not trying to like get busy on your couch with you and then a rat crawl out from the cushion okay no no okay no. and also rats no. with their little little cute little fingies and hands they mm-hmm. get into everything. I'm like, how are you baby proofing all of your cabinets, all of your drawers? Mm. Like, is a rat just gonna? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like using the restroom, and, and a rat's just gonna walls. crawl out of a basket. Like, no. I, I can't. I need. It's it. It's giving me too much anxiety. I'm not trying to wake up with a rat, you know, on my pillow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's oh yeah. Just, and you have 18 of them. They're gonna be everywhere. It's too much. In, in yeah. every crevasse. And they're just. They're just gonna keep procreating too, right? Like, I mean, can you get them like, fixed? I don't know. I don't know I don't how know. it works. Like, what do you do? Like, I don't know how it works. <laughs> At the end of this story, eventually he ended up um, getting rid of all of. I think all of his rats. They only have like a two-year lifespan, so I think that they all ended up passing away. And then he just didn't get any more rats. But he really like fell in love Smart. with his rats. He loved them. They were his pets. Sure. And I get that. But I'm like, you have got to warn your dates. Oh, absolutely. Before you bring them into a free range rat environment. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. That's not. And with that many, like, yeah, I, I, I couldn't even do one free range. Well, because rat you don't know where situation. they are. No, it's, it's not the much. same as like a cat or a dog. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I can't find my cat. Safe. You know what I mean? Because she's sneaky and she'll hide. And I'm like, did my cat? get out of a window or something like i cannot find her and then she's like behind something on the fridge you know so like i i i just can't even imagine i'm with you christina like even one free range rat because i'm like where yeah where is it at any given time yeah is it just gonna like pop up and surprise me no (laughs) it's not even the surprise me part it just makes i would be concerned for its safety Right? Like, what if it gets into something it shouldn't? What if, yeah, there's a lot of what ifs. I, I wouldn't feel comfortable with a free range rat either. Mm. Not even one. Oh my yeah. God. So that, this is wild. I guess that, like, so here's, I've got a, I've got an FMK then. Okay. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I think no. we have to, I think we should FMK like unusual pet people, right? Like, like you've got, like, let's FMK like a snake rat guy. guy. Snake guy. <laughs> Snake guy, <laughs> tarantula guy, bunny guy, oh. <laughs> bugs guy, bugs guy. Yes, because that is such a specific kind of person. And again, I'm not trying to yuck anyone's yum. Like, like all like creatures need love. You know, if that's your thing, that's your thing. Good for you. It's mm-hmm. not my thing personally, but I feel like there are certain like it's, it's a certain snake lifestyle. guy. It's snake a, a guy. There's stereotypes about right. these guys. Snake yes. guy is giving slipknot. It's yeah. it's giving yeah. affliction. What's mm-hmm. insane clown posse? Yes. And I love snakes. I actually really like snakes. I do. I, 
I don't have like an affinity toward them, but they don't bother me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely have a very clear vision of, of, of snake guy. I do too. And rat guy, I feel like rat guy and snake guy are very similar. I feel like rat guy might be a little nerdier. Yeah. If I'm honest. Yep. I agree. Well, completely. I think bug guy yeah. is the nerdiest of, of all of them. I think bug, bug guy has uh, like yeah. a really banging comic book collection. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's wearing a lot of like Captain America Marvel t-shirts. Yep. You know, like he has a hissing cockroach. <laughs> They're like a real special... He's got a hermit crab that he's had for like 13 years you know, okay, or something. I, I know that. it's not a bug, but you know what situation. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, and again, I, this isn't to insult anyone. This is all, this is just, no. this is just jokes. This is just laughs. I do think that bug guy would be the most attentive ones. Cause that shit, that's a really, like you have to research how to keep those take things care. alive and take care of mm-hmm. them. And like, mm-hmm. Very, very particular. Um, so I do feel like he would be great at like helping out around the house and everything like well, that. Well, but he do we seems think very that, competent? Do we think that Snake Guy yeah. is the most committed? Since I think of the three, snakes have the longest lifespan. Oh, and he's still wearing affliction. So <laughs> <laughs> I think Snake Guy wants to be a player. I, I, I don't. Yes. I don't fuck with Snake Guy. I don't either. <laughs> I gotta agree. I think, I think I know what I might have to do. Okay, go for it. I do, I I do think that Bug Guy also might be the cleanest mm-hmm. because I think that when you have multiple things, especially like you said, that take require a lot of care. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of these people are clean. Clean. I must say it. <laughs> I just don't. I think I think you're walking into a place that has a leather couch <laughs> and a sticky floor and, and like regardless, a slight odor. Oh. An undetectable, you're not quite sure what it is, mm-hmm. odor. Mm-hmm. It's not like socks necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, there, like is, there, is something about, like there is something about reptile cages and like I'm yeah. not sure what that yep. is. Like, you know, if you ever go yeah. to, um, you know, I'm from New Mexico, there's lots of like rattlesnake museums and stuff like that. And like if you go in there, you're like, what is that? It's a very that specific smell. smell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I do think it probably bugs smell the least they're right. the least smelly of the yeah. three of these. Yeah. Right? I think I'm going to have to marry Bug Guy. He seems he seems like a nerd. It's he seems he seems to be like the guy who would I think again, I still I stand by I think he might have the cleanest apartment. I think that uh I Oh, like this is this is pretty wild. Um I <laughs> I think that I'm going to Oh man, I'm gonna fuck rat guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as long as they're not free range rat guy. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna marry rat guy. Actually, out of all mm-hmm. three, okay, I'm gonna marry mm-hmm. rat guy. Um, I do think that uh, that rats are like the most like kind of snuggly out of all three of these. Agree, agree. True, and I, I true. like them a lot. Like, uh, listen, I watched like two rat videos on Instagram and then it was just like, hey, do you want to see this video of a rat with its own tiny teddy bear? I was like, I absolutely yes. would love that. I, that's the oh, most adorable thing I've ever fucking God. seen in my whole life. It's so yeah. cute. <gasps> yeah, I love that. Great. I, I mean, yeah, I'm going to marry him. We're going to start like a TikTok account doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. 
And then I'm going to... I'm going to fuck snake guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Listen, uh, Christina, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm right there with you. Listen, he is 100% I, I, a fuck boy. I don't care. Like, I, I can't. Yeah. If bugs are your thing, if you like it, I love it. I love that for you. I love that mm-hmm. journey for you. I can't. You're going to strip I, off those affliction pants I, and I will turn on ICP I'll, I'll and get busy. Peel those leather pants right off those skinny little legs. Let's <laughs> exactly. go. Like I, I can't do creepy crawlies. Like, yeah, I would live in paranoia. Like, also, we live in in California. If an earthquake happens and those bugs get out, I'm out. I'm oh, okay. I'm goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah, I'm not here trying to scoop up the beetles and put them back in the cage. I'm not doing (laughs) any of that shit. Like, I, I nobody can put the beetles back together, man. I, I appreciate your love for the bugs. I don't have the love for the bugs. It makes me feel all like itchy and creepy crawly. So mm-hmm. I, I can't do it. But uh, so, yeah, I'm going to marry rat guy because I do. I think rats are, are cute and you can care for them. Well, it would be heartbreaking that they have such a short lifespan. But, you know, I'm going to marry, marry rat guy. I'll fuck snake guy. That's fine. Like it's one night. It's one night. I'll- all I can hear, all I can hear in my head is that, oh, you're a crazy bitch, but you fuck so good about top of mm-hmm. this. Yes, and that's exactly the vibe. Yeah. That's going to be the vibe. Yeah, it's going to be unhinged. Oh, no. It's going to be I fucking weird. Be. It's going to be very Joe Exotic oh. coded. Um, You know, which is, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's Wolf. great, but... <laughs> yeah i stand by my and i I do again i can't know i know that we keep saying it but like i've known lots of people who own snakes and i know i've I've known people who own rats there is no blanket across the board this is this type these are all just stereotypes you know this is the person that we've created Mm -hmm. yes 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 we're fuck mary killing an idea (laughs) a concept if you will concept yes yes okay absolutely wild there's so much fago in that apartment (laughs) (laughs) mountain dew code red yeah oh yeah yeah exactly yeah i really do i picture a room that's like you are playing call of duty in the dark like he definitely owns one of those like very fancy gaming chairs and yes. everything is but like the like nicest dark piece of with like black furniture lights. in his house. Yeah. Yep. Yes. There's a lot of black lights in there. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. For sure. Awesome. <laughs> um, well, we have a new patron. So I want to give a big patron shout out. Uh, so I'm assuming that this is uh, an alias. I assume that this is not your Christian name, but a uh, big shout out to Retro Dude who has joined us on Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what if what if it is his Christian name, Keegan, and you just I know he's been battling with this his him. whole life. His whole yeah, he's life. like, oh, again, again, somebody doesn't believe my real well, name you know, is Retro Dude. I gotta say, you gotta take that up with your parents. Yeah, that, that's that, that's going to be all of Nick Cannon's kids in like 20 years. Oh, They're like, why exactly. did you name me Zillionaire, Dad? Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you guys want to take five and then we'll come back with stories. Yes. Sounds good. And we're back. OK, I have the tainted love this week, so I am going to kick us off with stories. So this story is one of those where the author is the worst date <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> which shame is always receipts. which is always fun yeah here we go with a shame receipt wow i feel like we haven't had a shame receipt in a minute okay no yeah, it's been a while wow okay my worst dating situation was my own fault 
I'd worked at a restaurant with this guy named Matt. We were both servers there. We'd worked together for two months until I got a different, better job. He was my work best friend. He was the only thing I missed about my old job. The guy could carry a conversation like no other. I genuinely enjoyed spending time with him. To oh, give some context. It, oh God, work best friends. Oh, there is mm-hmm. nothing better, truly. Especially I, if you kind of don't like your job. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> I sent you I sent you guys that TikTok. Didn't I with the with the guy just squeezing yes. that note? I want to eat glass like the best. To give some context, I'm a very tall girl, around five foot eleven. Matt was sh- a short, skinny guy. He was maybe five two, and he was also two years younger than me. He was 19 and I was 21. I guess because of this, it never even crossed my mind that he'd want to date me. I'm not a believer in the friend zone, but my mind had compartmentalized him into pure friend material. The thought of something else wasn't even a possibility to me, I guess. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. About a month after I'd left that waitressing job, Matt reached out to me. He said he'd love to get dinner with me. I thought, great, it'll be so nice to catch up with an old friend. I really did miss him. We set a date that we could both make it to. With Houston traffic, I ended up being 45 minutes late to dinner. I think we Oof. ate at Olive Garden. <laughs> oh, <laughs> He's 19. He's 19. Oh, this is the nice restaurant oh Mm -hmm. maybe but you're in houston so it's like you had options it's not like yeah because some places like yeah olive garden is the nice place in town and also i want to say this i love an olive garden i love a chain restaurant Mm -hmm. there is nothing Mm -hmm. wrong at all with it it's just kind of a funny thing where it's like you're 45 minutes to your date at the olive garden he's just sitting there eating (laughs) endless breadsticks (laughs) waiting for you to arrive you know not even old enough to order a glass of wine you know okay i think we ate at olive garden we talked the whole time and he caught me up on how his life was going it was nice at the end of dinner he insisted on paying as much as i argued i was just thinking wow what a great friend (laughs) (laughs) after dinner he asked me hey that new avengers movie is on you want to catch it I actually really wanted to see it. I was like, heck yeah, let's go. It was one uh, of those ale houses where you watch a movie while sipping on a brew. For some reason, he hopped in my car and uh, had me drive both of us over there. I insisted on paying for the tickets, but he got the beer. I thought he was 19. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Half the movie went great. I was really enjoying it. But then at one of the scary parts where Thor almost dies, spoiler, he grabbed (laughs) my hand (laughs) for the first like 60 seconds. I was confused. Like, is he just really scared and doesn't realize what he's doing? Is this a friendship hand holding? (laughs) Oh, no, baby. Oh, no. Finally, the realization set in that this was a date. I didn't even hold his hand back. He was probably thinking I was the worst hand holder in the world. I just left it there limp. I did not know what to do. (laughs) 
She's like, freeze. She's like a loose, floppy hand, you know? I, oh, no. <laughs> Plus, I couldn't even enjoy Ugh. the rest of Thor because all I could do was think about his hand on my hand. I didn't know how to yeah. play it. I definitely wanted to see the rest of this movie, but how could I stop holding his hand without making it awkward? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I decided to run to the Popcorn. bathroom. That would do it. I left and came back and made sure to keep my hand in my lap so he couldn't reach it. It was ineffective. He reached into my lap and held my hand. Oh, no. <laughs> now we were holding hands in my lap. This was so uh -uh. much worse. Now our fingers were intertwined. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> the move That's an intimate handhold. Yeah. The movie mm -hmm. finally ended. I'd made it out without him trying to lean over and kiss me. I knew that since I was over a head taller than him, there was no way he could kiss me if I was standing up. As we walked out of the thing, she's like, oh, got up no. right back. Stood up immediately. And <laughs> hey, hey, guess what? You got a longer uh, leg stride, too, if you run. Mm -hmm. I bet. Yep. I bet he could right. catch yep. you. Yep. <laughs> As we walked out of the theater, I thought I was safe. We'd made it to the parking lot incident free. I forgot we'd taken my car to the theater. I still yeah. had to drive him back to the Olive Garden. He hopped in my car. We drove back and talked about how awesome Thor was. We arrived at the Olive Garden and I was like, haha, this was fun. See you later. <laughs> I didn't get out. He didn't get out. Why wasn't he getting out? Oh, that's oh, no. when it happened. Yep. He's coming in. Coming in. Hot. He's coming in. He's coming in. Here comes the airplane. Closed eyes. I just see eyes closed and lips coming towards you. <laughs> Slightly moist lips. Um, he leaned over and started full on trying to make out with me. It lasted maybe one second. That's actually a long time in unwanted makeout sec uh, seconds. After I regained yeah. control of myself, I pulled away. He was like, Carissa, what's wrong? I started stuttering. All I could say was, I, I, I don't want to. The car was dark, but I still saw his face drop. He was like, that's, that's fine. And started fumbling for the door handle. I think we were both frozen in the awkwardness. He finally opened the door. He got out and said, this was fun. See you later. <laughs> It was oh, nice of no. him to lie, honestly. After the date was over and I replayed everything, I realized I was the dumbest person alive. He asked me out for dinner and a movie, literally the classic textbook date. How did I not realize I was on a date? I vowed to never re repeat my mistakes again. This was a lie. I would obviously accidentally go on, <laughs> go on dates in the future. To Matt's credit, he stayed my friend. He got married two years ago, and he'll always get coffee and a drink in, or a drink with me when I'm in town. We never talked about that date ever again. It's like it never happened. He's a good guy. To all the men out there, some girls like me are idiots. If you ask a girl to dinner and a movie, she may not know she's being asked on a date. Please say the words. Will you go on a date with me for all the dumb dumbs oh. out there just to be safe? Thank you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh it, my God. it can be confusing, though, when you when you're already yeah. friends, when you're friends, you're exactly like, right. it's just like, yeah. we're just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. I, What's the big deal? I, yeah, I I would do that too, but yeah, all I could think of was her at five eleven and him like just 
on his tippy toes. <laughs> Have you seen that where it's like there was a TikTok where it was a tall woman and she was talking about how short men love them. Um, mm -hmm. Or no, I think it was a TikTok that went viral because people were stitching it where she's like, no one wants to date tall women and then they had like a short guy who did it and he was like looking up at the camera <laughs> and he kept going he kept going uppies because <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> the whole thing was that like short men love tall women yeah. uh, uppies. i love that <laughs> uppies <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious uh, okay so <laughs> my story i've got from Tinder, it says, matched with this guy on Tinder, and he seemed really funny, very cute, and sharp. A bit Wait, you intense. got this story from Reddit? Yeah. Oh, okay. You said you got this story from Tinder, and I was like, is that a feature on Tinder oh. now? Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I got the story from Reddit. Okay. Matched with a guy on should, Tinder. Should be, actually, mm -hmm. if, if you leave reviews like Yelp. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but then you might get sued, uh, you know. By, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, true. true. By that guy. True. Uh, matched with a guy on Tinder, and he seemed really funny, very cute and sharp, but a bit intense, but no red flags. A lot of COVID restrictions at the time, so couldn't go anywhere. I was spending the weekend at my friend's flat dog sitting, and we had agreed about a week prior that he'd come over one evening to keep me company. My friend was cool with it because she knew we'd been chatting for about a month or so and trusted my judgment. Oof. I'll preface by saying <laughs> that there was an 1130 curfew in my country, so you couldn't be outside after that time. He lived in a different city, so I expressly told him that he would have to leave by 10 at the latest so he had enough time to drive back to his city. Anyway, he comes in and he's brought a gift. Mm. Cocaine for us to share. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Dude, flowers. <laughs> hey, a bottle of wine. One thing. Cocaine. <laughs> I politely decline and just pour myself a glass of Prosecco while Mr. Escobar rubs the lights. Not sure why I didn't immediately kick him out. I think my brain just stopped processing the situation and went into a paralyzed this shock. This is a conversation to have beforehand. Well, I mean, 100%. Like, You've been talking you, to this person for a month. I think you would know whether they're cocaine fun or not. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like I, this is something that you do, you're like, hey, I, I, I liked, I liked, do you like to party? I like to party. You know? Um, right. <laughs> and like, I like to party with this specific drug. Cause I'm like, yes. oh, right. yeah, I like to get wild and have some wine and watch Bake Off. Right. This guy's yeah. like, <laughs> and he's exactly. like, have you heard of Miami? Yeah. Yes. So I, Cause I'm just like, dude, I don't want to be, around so, like if especially if i'm not on your level like right. that is never a good time like when somebody is especially like, just for two people mm -hmm. and cocaine it's is such an upper that it's just like if you are not on that same level vibes wise whether you're doing cocaine or not you don't have to be doing cocaine to be on like a a cocaine level you know what i mean or like right. like yeah. ready to hang with that but if we're just chilling at my house i can guarantee to you i am not, I'm not ready cocaine to just, level yeah i'm not ready to watch you like you know chew your jaw off and like talk about <laughs> owning a restaurant yeah you know nonsense like, no. yeah. any anytime i did coke i would be like oh my god i am saying the smartest things I'm so brilliant yep. i'm so yeah. full of ideas smart full of oh. ideas nonsense 
It's nonsense. Nonsense. You're yeah. talking nonsense and you're really annoying. You want to record yourself because you're like, I am so fucking smart right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, I should start a podcast, actually. <laughs> <laughs> wait is that how this happened <laughs> oh man uh, within the first 20 minutes of the date he did four to five lines and dropped Whoa, the following friends. gems uh-uh look i've never well, done i, mean, co- I will say i've size. never i've never done co- cocaine but i feel like four lines five lines in 40 minutes in under an hour that seems like a lot is that a lot 20 minutes oh 20 minutes oh yeah, that that eh. seems like a lot. Even if the line is it's really a party skinny, lot. it's still yeah. that's that's a lot. It's He's, giving party vibes. Yes, yeah, it's giving like it's not giving. I'm hanging out with my friend and just took a bump. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's giving party. Okay, so he dropped these following gems. One, I don't want to compliment you because I know you're used to that. And I'm not going to be one of those guys who's just going to tell you how good looking you are. Okay. Yeah. That'll teach me. Yeah. Okay. okay. Also, it's kind Two. of like, thank you. I feel like that's still a comp. Like, well, okay. He's still saying yeah. that he thinks you're good looking. He's just going about it in like a really weird backwards negging kind <laughs> so of way. Weird. Cause he's mm-hmm. like, okay. Cause he is saying like, you get this a lot, which means you are good looking. Arguably good looking. Right. Yeah. Two, you need to learn to take better, better photos. Like, don't get me wrong. Your photos aren't bad, but you're way better looking in person. Okay. Get the <laughs> fuck out. I'm kind of nervous. Out. Get out. <laughs> you probably like that. Don't you? Is you that like your trick? You don't get to come into my house and insult me in my own right? home. Uh-uh. I don't know. For me, I'm partially like, I'm going to watch this train wreck. I'm going to watch it. Just keep keep riding, choo choo. I don't know. <laughs> I happen man. to like my photos, but okay. Thanks for the tip. <laughs> I could also almost sense a bit of irritation in in his voice. Like, how does one respond to this? Three. I hope you help me overcome my addiction. I know you'll be the girl who quote fixes Get me. Out. It's Get not no. an addiction. Out. But do I, I look just like a rehabilitation a center to you. Do I? Do I no. Do I look like a fucking drug counselor? No. No. I'm a fucking woman. <laughs> Fix yourself. Ugh. Yeah. I'm anyway, not Jeff and- Van Bonderen. This is an intervention. <laughs> Get the fuck out right now. <laughs> Anyway, I I need a woman whose woman's love to be a better man. Oh. He air quoted fixes. <laughs> he then asked me to see my phone so he could see who else I was chatting to on Tinder. I was like, that's really weird and not something I'm comfortable with. He offers to show me his phone. No, thank you. No, this isn't tit for tat. Not interested. Nope, he goes straight in. He's showing me that he's not talked to anyone since we matched. Good for you. Then he goes beyond Tinder. We're now deep into his WhatsApp and texts, trying to prove how loyal he's been to me. Good stuff. I feel blessed. (laughs) I'm just sat there silently watching this car crash unfold in slow motion. He says, person who wrote this, I don't like playing games. You see... This here, gesturing to a chat in WhatsApp, that's a girl's name. We had sex a few months ago and see what she's texting me. She wants to see me again. Yeah, I got a girl out there just begging for it. Okay, go, go hang out go with her then. <laughs> she I'm sounds available. Here with you. I know. I'm sat here with you showing you my phone like one of them little boys from your past and you're just being shady. 
Like, I just want to see what your phone is. You saw mine, right? What's the big deal? What do you got to hide? This <laughs> I'm giggling at this point because, A, sir, show me these other little boys. Who are they? Are they in the room with us? Honestly. Like, what are you talking about? B, I'm a little terrified and unsure how safely to safely remove him from my flat. Like, I just wasn't in the mood to be that dumb bitch on the evening news who invited some Tinder dude into her house on a first date and then became a victim of a coke-fueled stabbing. Plus, it's going to stress out the dogs to witness my murder. So, you know, much to consider. Yeah, honestly, like, that could be, like, a very unsafe situation, I mean, 100%. Somebody's doing like a lot, like a, a party amount of Coke. Oh, absolutely. And then, then working themselves up and getting agitated. Molly, yeah, you in danger. You in danger, girl. Mm-hmm. Long story made slightly shorter. I ask him to leave. He gets up in a huff, gets his jacket, keys and phone. He's pissed off as well and acting like he's angry at me and doesn't want want to be there anymore anyway. So I'm thinking... Great, good, grand, (laughs) right? Bye. Let him think he's storming off. As he's about to get to the door, I think the situation catches up with him. He's telling me he thinks he's acted a bit weird and the situation got out of hand, but he doesn't need to leave. We can fix this. No, we don't need to. Why? No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm plenty. I'm I'm plenty. Yeah, you can go. I'm plenty. No, thank you. Mm -hmm. Says he's just nervous because when he saw my picture, he had me here raises his hand above his head and now he sees me in real life he has me here and raises his hand all the way above his head big compliment flattery all around i'm touched i helped tell him to please leave he obliges and i lock the door seems to be a language he can understand i think you can be like well in the month that we were talking i had you here like chin level and now that i've hung out with you for an hour i have you here like floor level does that make (laughs) sense yeah do you understand that, that? Okay, great. Perfect. So good riddance. Glad that's over. And I have, I never have to phone rings. It's him. Oh I pick God. up because clearly I'm a fucking moron. He's like, I forgot my cocaine. <laughs> Can I come back up? <laughs> Mine's now. Throw it out the window. <laughs> I'm in the car outside. This is him. I'm in the car outside and I'm not asking to come back, but please, can I get a blanket to sleep in? It's cold and I don't want to drive back. It's just, I'll stay here. And if you change your mind and you, and you want to talk to me, I'll be no, here. No, you don't get to sleep in my, do you under, <laughs> sir, my, my guy, look again, I've never done cocaine. Does it make you have crazy fucking ideas like this where you're like, yeah. this'll work, yeah. this'll get her, yeah. you know, like yeah. I can sleep in yes. my car and then you wake up with a cocaine hangover you're coming yeah. down and you wake up in a parking lot and are you just like depressed that was a mistake yeah that was a horrible yes. mistake <laughs> and, and you'll feel it with your whole body oh exactly. the shame the deep shame of waking up in your dates like apartment parking lot <laughs> no she's like at this time i tell him he's being incredibly manipulative and that i'm not going to change my mind and that he yep. has plenty of time to drive back home so he needs to get a move on he stayed he actually stayed. I didn't call the police because I didn't feel threatened and it's a safe building. He was gone in the morning. I don't know how many times he must have tried calling or texting because I blocked him at that point. 
Um, we've been married for two years and have three children. Shut Kidding. up. I never yeah, saw like, him again. I'm like, oh, oh, you, I no, you like, haven't. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, like, that took a turn. <laughs> oh, my God. No, dude, like, I, I hope he didn't try to contact her after waking up. I, I feel like, yeah, yeah, he had to have known that he just whiffed it. Ugh. Yeah. I hope so. I would hope so. Yeah. I don't know. It's a real bummer, bummer wake up mm. call in the morning. Mm. All right, ladies, I have a story. Um, it's it's giving real uh, snake guy behavior. So snake guy energy. Okay. Snake guy energy. Yes. <laughs> okay. This person says, uh, "Now that I don't live in Seattle any longer, I feel safe talking about this experience." My date is on the business side of tech, so I don't know if this counts as a tech bro, but he's one of those MBAs. Yes. I'm going to say yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I thought he was reasonably well adjusted. This is going to be slightly. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) This is going to be slightly not safe for work. I met him through a hookup app. The first date was not really a date. He just wanted a Monica Lewinsky. If you will. Okay. Great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he told me where his apartment was. One of those high rise luxury apartments. I arrived and the doorman buzzed me in. He texted asking if I could grab his pizza delivery in the lobby on the way up. So I did. Sexy. This feels like a beginning of a porn. <laughs> mm-hmm. I show Bing. up <laughs> with, with pizza in hand. When he opened the door... He was in his boxers and Crocs. Oh, sir. Okay. Are you going to be eating pizza in your Crocs while I'm giving you a BJ? Please. No. <laughs> Ew. Okay. Just a pepperoni falls on top of your head. <laughs> like, oh, oh, come on. <laughs> okay. If he wanted to be comfy in his own home, whatever. I knew it was just a hookup and didn't really expect him to be all dolled up. No, listen, look, you don't have to get dolled up, but like respect me. Okay. Yeah, like right. it, I am coming hey. over here to do you a service. You respect yes. me. It is, okay? a, <laughs> it is a blow job. Mm-hmm. It's not yes. it's not a blowcation. It's not yes. blow blow party. <laughs> yes. It's yes. a mm-hmm. fucking job. I am mm-hmm. providing and I'm taking you. it seriously. And yes. I take it seriously. And I would appreciate it if you took it seriously. Take a fucking shower. Put on some mm-hmm. actual oh. pants. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, here's the thing. At my at my ripe old age, I am not entry level either i am senior fucking (laughs) management Mm -hmm. at this job Mm -hmm. that's exactly Mm -hmm. so put ceo of blowjob exactly Mm -hmm. entrepreneur it's on your tinder profile ceo of blowjob (laughs) (laughs) exactly so self you put some fucking respect on my name okay all right put Uh, some mystery in there and smile when i I show up okay pizza for you Am I like your DoorDash driver? Like what? What is this? Oh. Like, did you find me on TaskRabbit? Stop it right now! <laughs> <laughs> the hookup app, yeah. TaskRabbit. <laughs> hey, hey, they might. Someone's uh, used it for that, definitely. It, you know, exactly. Maybe it has. Yes. <laughs> so we chatted very briefly, during which I discovered how demanding and psychotic he was. 
it was at night and he kept checking his email because he was expecting a quick response from his team at 11 p.m. Shareholders. No, you weren't. Shareholders, exactly. (laughs) So many shareholders. I think cocaine might also be involved in this story. Exactly. (laughs) When I got to the Monica Lewinsky part, I was kind of relieved because I felt something really off about him. But he was kind of (laughs) hot and it was just a hookup. So I thought, whatevs. At least I didn't have to talk to him anymore. He was much more engaging and polite over text. And Mm. then I felt a drop of hot liquid on the I, back no. of my head. <laughs> I, I fucking up. told he you. Didn't. I told you. <laughs> he was holding a slice of pizza about to take a bite. And the hot oil was dripping off the side and the landing dis- on my head. Respect the disrespect to fucking you're 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 not even focused on my work. I'm over yeah. here working a masterpiece for you, and like yep. you fucking are eating a slice no, of cheese I'm pizza. Out. I, oh, I'm oh, out. Oh, I'm yeah, out. I, I would have to get up and late. I, I we're mean, done. I, I have. Yeah. We're done here. We we're we're so done. You're fired. You're fucking fired. You're fired. <laughs> Step into my office. You're fucking fired. <laughs> exactly. He didn't even ask if it was okay. He just thought he'd go for a pizza while I did the Monica Lewinsky. I got up and left. I never told anyone till now. Yes, queen. Self-respect. That's exactly right. And she she adds, and if you, MBA pizza bro, ever hear this in the very off chance, I didn't get to say this to you before I unmatched. Fuck you. (laughs) Oh, yes. yes. I hope you're listening, MBA pizza bro. A round of applause. A round of applause. Amazing. Very good. Very good. I love this. I... Listen, well, I hate I, it, but I've I... definitely just been like down to clown. <laughs> That's fine. But you're exactly right, Keegan. It's like the lack of fucking respect. It's like, then just go buy a fucking sex hire toy. somebody or hire or, some or pay, or pay somebody yeah. to do it. Because if you're not going to at least participate in some, I at least pay somebody yeah. if you're going to be, you know. At yeah. least let somebody get something out of it. Did he know? offer her any pizza? At least? Uh, no. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> no. It's not even fucking pizza. And that's that's why I'm like, uh, then then get a sex toy then. If you're not going to treat yeah. another human being like a human being, if that's all you want is to just like yeah. pleasure yourself and eat pizza, that's they make toys for that. They do. They do. They do. Also, and honestly, yeah, I'm kind of like, don't pay somebody. I don't even want you treating somebody right that you would pay. You can't even get me, give me your full attention. Like that's the thing. I would feel equally as just. We talked about this before with Leonardo DiCaprio, where it's like he fucks with AirPods in, or like if Mm -hmm. if you're on your your Nintendo Switch while I'm giving you a blowjob, get fucked or don't. Actually, I mean, actually don't. But (laughs) like, don't. (laughs) Yeah. But what the fuck, you know? Well, and and that's the thing. Uh, I don't know. Is it different for guys? I could not eat pizza and come. No. Oh no. Me no. neither. No. Guys might be different though. Maybe they they don't need quite as much mental stimulation. Yeah. As long as they're getting physical stimulation. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not a guy, so I can I need definitely to focus. not speak to the those parts. Me, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I, my brain's got to be in it. If my brain's not in it, we're Beep, boop, boop. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. 
Oh, Ooh. well, let's uh, let's definitely take five from that one. I feel filthy. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Hey, Keegan. Hey. Tell us this uh, story. I would love to. I do have the tainted love this week. And when I say I would love to, uh, I was I just going to say, <laughs> this is a really rough one, actually. So get ready. Hold on. Um, okay. okay. So Grace Emmy Rose Mullane was born on December 2nd, 1996 in Wickford, Essex. She was said by friends and family to be outgoing, fun-loving, and family-oriented. She was the only girl of three children and was so close to her brothers and parents, Jillian and David, that she texted and called almost every day, even when she went away to study at the University of Lincoln. So she was plugged in. I can see it in my head. It's like they had a family group chat, and they were always kind of in touch with each other. They were talking all the (laughs) time. I love that. I do, too. Yeah. After graduating with a bachelor's degree in advertising and marketing, she decided to take a gap year before settling into a career and chose to spend 10 months solo traveling. Love that too. Like, I'm like, oh, how fun, you know, and that's the time in your life to do that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So first she went to South America where she spent six weeks traveling and backpacking around the region before heading out to New Zealand where she planned on spending two weeks Um, arriving at the base backpackers hostel in Auckland on November 30th, 2018. I hate being a woman sometimes. I really do. Yeah. I mean, this is definitely, um, a cautionary tale. Actually, Cassie, when you were telling your story and you'll see why I was really thinking about this story. So. Oh no, I did see your face cause, and I was like, Oh, this is really hidden. In a Mm -hmm. strong way. Mm. So Grace was 21. She was single. She'd been traveling solo for a while. So she was feeling lonely. She got to Auckland. She's feeling lonely. Um, So she did what many young people do in this situation. She got on Tinder. So she got on Tinder. She quickly matched with a 26-year-old man named Jesse Kempson. So Jesse was handsome, he was charming, and it wasn't surprising that Grace was drawn to him. Um, What she didn't know was that Jesse was basically a serial liar and a con man. So Jesse was born on December 28th, Mm. 1991, and was brought up in New Zealand by his grandparents after his parents divorced when he was a young child. He spent a brief period in Australia before relocating back to New Zealand in his 20s. He basically got through life by lying and manipulating people. A former landlord would later come forward saying that Jesse owed him months of rent and was able to convincingly charm his way into not paying rent. Like he would say that he was a professional softball player freshly signed by the New Zealand's uh, national softball team, the Black Sox. But uh, and he's like, so I, the money is coming. I just need my signing bonus is like what he kept my like, anxiety. Saying, right. Um, I could never. I, I just could never. <laughs> okay. I couldn't live the life of a, of a con person. I'd be too anxious and stressed out all the time for sure. I it always makes me wonder what his childhood was like where he had to develop that as a mechanism, mm-hmm. like a survival tactic. Um, and this. Yeah. Oof. Right. Never learned to empathy. Right. And or it's it's likely some combination of nature and nurture, yeah. right? Like it almost always is. 
it's like this person is more prone mm-hmm. to like not giving a shit mm-hmm. about other people already, you know, and then has learned right. to get out of right things or get away with things or get what he wants by lying and manipulating. And that's just yeah. worked, you know? Um, so mm-hmm. he was saying that he's like, I am just waiting for my signing bonus from the Black Sox, but you know, months are going by and he's not paying his rent. So the landlord finally called the team he called the Black Sox and they were like, we've never heard of Jesse Kempson ever. And before the landlord could confront wow, him about dude. it, Jesse had skipped town. He fled. So he would tell other lies, too. At times, <laughs> he had claimed to have a bachelor's degree in international law, said he came from a family of millionaires who were looking into buying top uh, Auckland real estate um he had he was like i have contacts with immigration in new zealand he was just lying just to lie like he would just tell lies um about that made him more important than he was um, i dated somebody like that it was like allergic to the truth oh it's you're just uh, like i know you're lying like uh, what are you talking about well, and lying about stuff you don't need to be lying about you know like it's just like the I, worst it doesn't even make sense to be lying about these things you know yeah um Jesse would float from place to place, charming roommates and landlords, and then scamming them out of rent money or straight up stealing from them before moving on. So a common thread seemed to be that Jesse's appearance threw people off with one landlord or former landlord uh, who was scammed out of rent stating, quote, generally, he was an extremely tidy, well-dressed person. He didn't look suspicious on the surface. So he looked like a normal, you know, fairly so good-looking he's guy. White. He is white. Indeed. Yes. Yes. Indeed. He is. Um, so by the time he matched with grace on Tinder, he had mastered the art of lying, manipulating and charming people into giving him what he wanted. And it seemed like grace was no exception. She had chatted with Jesse for days and she was clearly smitten with him. She texted a friend, um, saying that her and Jesse just clicked really, really well. She's like, I don't know. We just click so well. Right. As her December 2nd birthday approached, Grace was excited when Jesse asked to meet in person. He was staying just a few minutes away from the hostel and not wanting to spend her birthday alone. She happily accepted his offer to take her out on a date. And they decided on the night before her birthday, which was December 1st, um, because it was a Saturday. So it really just breaks my heart because the thing about this story is there's CCTV footage everywhere they go. So there's CCTV footage. So you can um, see them. mm -hmm, And there's CCTV footage of her showing up at the restaurant. And you can just tell that she's this like very happy and confident young woman. Um, I can't describe how you can tell, but because it's, you know, CCTV footage is kind of like far away and blurry. But it's something about the way that she is carrying herself, you know, like she just moves through the world in this very easy way. So while Grace waited for Jesse at their meeting place, which was the iconic Sky Tower in Auckland, CCTV showed him at a hole-in-the-wall bar called the Bluestone Room, where he downed four beers in half an hour before going to meet her. It's a lot. <laughs> Sir. Half an hour, yes. Oof. Wow. Grace, so unnecessary. A- and Grace had chosen a public place for the two to meet in the Sky Tower near a display of Christmas trees. So not even like in the restaurant portion, like... She was like, let's meet out in the main area where there are like lots of other people around. 
So Mm -hmm. you can see on the CCTV the moment they meet and like they greet each other with like smiles and big hugs. And then they go to a burger place and bar where they had some cocktails. Jesse paid for their drinks. Um, Then they went to a Mexican restaurant where between the two of them, they had two pitchers of margaritas and sangria before he took her back to the Bluestone room near Grace's hostel. So they've had drinks at the they've had he's had four beers. They've had cocktails (laughs) at the burger place and they've had two pitchers of margaritas and they're going back to a bar. Okay, that is a lot. It's a lot. So he's very relaxed. He's really buddy buddy with everyone there. I mean, he was just there earlier in the evening um yeah hey uh so they had a few more drinks you can see on the cameras that they're like making out a little bit and at one point she gets up to go to the bathroom and you can see him scrolling on his phone and it's at this time that he he's made his way to her facebook and he comments on one of her facebook profile pictures he comments beautiful calls her radiant you know all that stuff so after that They leave and they head over to the City Life Hotel where CCTV catches them entering the building, arms wrapped around each other. They enter room 308. Is this the place place she's staying? No, No. she's staying at a hostel. hostel. This is Uh a hotel that's like, it's nearby. So I don't know if he was staying there or if he just got the hotel for the night. Right. So... Mm. um, They enter room 308 at a little after 9.30 p.m., And everything that happened in that room is unknown. But what we do know is that by 1.30 a.m. on her birthday, December 2nd, Grace would be dead. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Another thing we know is that after her death, Jesse does not call for help. Instead, he Googles the terms, quote, hottest fire. And um, I'm going to say this wrong because I meant to look up how to pronounce it and I didn't. But um, Waitakiri ranges on his phone. So that's kind of like, I think it's like a national park type thing in New Zealand. Okay. Um, before mm. getting on his phone and scrolling Pornhub for a bit. Oh my God. Oh God. So basically it'd be like the equivalent of like Googling Death Valley. Yes. Here. I mean, and, and again, and she's being like... It was proven, you know, forensics mm-hmm. would later go on to, to prove that she was dead by this time and he's on porn sites. Fucking on Pornhub. Yeah. So um, I, I, I know that's that that's so terrible. Disgusting. Sometimes it's hard to know where to give trigger warnings because I'm like, all of it's terrible. That's really terrible. Um, that, but this that it really hits for some yes. reason. Yeah, it's so fucking disgusting. Well, I'm going to warn you because this next part is this next part is the thing that really like got me and the rest of this story listen it's going to be incredibly triggering especially for women but for anyone who's ever had a date with a stranger you know yeah Um, Yeah. but -hmm. this next part is is really really bad so i mean if you're already feeling like i don't know i don't know if this is for you but Investigators would later find seven images of Grace's naked body on Jesse's phone. In, oh. the, in the images, he manipulated her dead body into a variety of poses um, and even took close-ups of, of oh, parts of her Oh, what a monster. Body. Yeah. My God. He then went to sleep with Grace's body still in the room. Uh, when he awoke the next morning, he texted another woman he had met on Tinder trying to arrange a date for that night. <laughs> 
oh my god what is wrong with Mm -hmm. this guy before getting up getting dressed and heading to the store where he bought a large suitcase he then went to a grocery store where he bought cleaning supplies and then to a rental car place where he rented a toyota hatchback he cleaned up the room which had bloodstains up and down the hallway uh, as best as he could before making his way to his afternoon tinder date that he had set up that morning. You guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. How? How? How is this not? Is he like, is this the first? I mean, this is so. Yeah. This it, is I mean, so disconnected. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This person is a serial, psychopath. Like serial not, to, not to armchair, like, psycho- but you, you're looking at mm-hmm. such all of this screams to a complete lack of mm-hmm. empathy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so he, he goes yeah. to his date, his date who has never been named publicly said that Jesse was very intense, quiet and calm. His date was a journalist. And when talking and you know, there was other stuff too on this date. Like he was lying about a bunch of stuff. <laughs> like again, like that was then later proven to not be true. Um, but his date was a journalist. And when talking about a murder trial, she once attended Jesse allegedly stated, quote, it's crazy how guys can make one wrong move and go to jail for the rest of their life. He then went on. (laughs) He then went on to say that he had heard about a guy who asked his girlfriend to have rough sex, but it had gone wrong and she had died in the process. Uncomfortable, obviously. Uh his date quickly wow. changed the subject. She's like, why are we talking about this? You know, he, um, you know, told her a number of outlandish things that she could just, she knew they were lies. Like it was like, she could tell that right. he um, was lying and she was so uneasy by the end of the date that when she left, she didn't go directly to her car. Like she was like afraid that he was going to follow her um, to her car or follow her somewhere. So, mm-hmm. um, he texted her later that day asking for a second date and she obviously declined on his way back to the hotel. He rented a rug doctor and told the front desk that it was for some red wine that he had spilled a little while later. He requested a luggage trolley and loaded up two suitcases. uh, One he had arrived at the hotel with and one that he had bought earlier that day he loaded them and, and, and you can see the CCTV footage of him taking the luggage trolley in the elevator and there aren't other people in the elevator with him. Like I can't oh even imagine god. like Oh my god, I'm never gonna be able to go into a hotel also, and see another person care with luggage again. Oh. Also, I'm sorry, if I'm the hotel yes. and you bring in a rug doctor, no. nobody fucking does that. Well, yes. and and I'm like, we have cleaning people. So even if you went and, and yeah. like right. rented the rug doctor, like, why don't we send one of our cleaning people up there to? Yes, we can. Thank you for renting it. We'll take care of it. We'll take you know care of I mean? it. Don't worry like, about it. Yeah. Right. That. Yeah. I, Red I just wine. Think that, no. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. So he loads the suitcases into the back of the rented Toyota. And on his way out of town, he stops and buys a shovel. Now. Um, remember how I said that Grace and her family were super close. They were super close. They texted all the time. They texted every day on a normal day. So Grace, it's her birthday. She's not responding to any calls or any text messages. So they are immediately concerned, right? Like it would be weird. So with their daughter in another country, 
they're starting to get frantic, as you can imagine. They did all they could from England before officially reporting Grace missing three days later when she still hadn't been heard from and no one had come forward as having seen her. So they're talking to the hostel. They're talking to like authorities in Auckland. Nobody knows where Grace is. And at this point, they're like, okay, we need to report her missing. And a huge manhunt went underway immediately. And it wasn't long before police were able to determine that Grace had uh, been in contact with Jesse who they brought in for questioning. In the meantime, Grace's family traveled to New Zealand where her father made a public appeal. Um, The thing that sparked the interest of police and Grace's family in regards to Jesse was that Facebook comment that he had made because it was so close to the time when she was last seen. So because right. he mm-hmm. had made that comment like right before they went to the hotel. So it actually like, that's kind of the thing that initially sparked their interest. Um, they called Jesse in for an interview, leaving messages asking him to come into the station. But before they heard back from him, so they're swarming the city life hotel, right? Like obviously. And while they're doing that, they see Jesse in the lobby. Like, why is he there? <laughs> so they spot him in the lobby. Right. They're like, that's fucking weird. That's suspicious. So they, they're like, you know what? We're just going to apprehend you now and take you in for questioning. That's so they mm-hmm. do that. During the first interview, he insists that he and Grace had parted ways at 10 p.m. When confronted with the plethora of CCTV footage, he finally admits in a second interview that Grace had died while they were together, but that it was an accident and that Grace had wanted, quote, rough sex and had asked to be choked during consensual sex and had accidentally died. So this is what no, he says. That's not... Uh, no. That's not how that that works. I hate that that has come up a mm-hmm. couple of times in um in true crime. It's like the blame the victim, mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. course. But as somebody that does enjoy some choking mm-hmm. in the bedroom, mm-hmm. um you can definitely yeah. tell yes when uh, you it just, switches it, from enjoyable to not. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, and it's like that. No, no. No, that's not it's how not that a works. Good like, excuse. No. And, and it takes a long time to, takes, to, to kill somebody ex- that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You would know Exa- before. It takes a long time and a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he then agreed to take police to Grace's body, which was still in the suitcase in a shallow grave in the Waitakiri Ranges Regional Park. So he had Googled that after she died and that is where he buried her body. And um there i saw a picture of the suitcase he barely it was like barely dug a hole deep enough to put the suitcase in like um kind of behavior like i said there should like how is there not a trail of bodies like well insane yeah an autopsy determined that grace had been strangled and bruises on her body were consistent with being restrained During the trial, Jesse attempted to explain Grace's death as being accidental after rough intercourse that had horribly gone wrong. Um, Not surprisingly, the defense was riddled with victim blaming and sparked conversations on social media, some of which blamed Grace for going back to Jesse's room in the first place. No. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. Fuck you. Um, And this was a quote that I got from Detective Inspector Scott Beard, who was the lead investigator on the case. He said, quote, 
Essentially, the rough sex defense re-victimizes the victim and their families in a murder case. Their families who are sitting in court. The victim isn't there to answer. Yep. Exactly. The jury of seven women and five men heard from experts who called Kempson a sociopath. They also heard from women on Tinder who he had made extremely uncomfortable. He had shared a number of conversations with women on the app in which he told one that he liked masochism, bondage, sex, and strangulation. And this is a good time to say that we are not kink shaming in any right. way, but obviously Mm-mm. there are boundaries when engaging mm-hmm. in domination, strangulation, anything else. And all those things need to be laid out very clearly beforehand. That's right. Yeah. Um, the jury found Jesse guilty. And on the 21st of February, 2020, Kemson was sentenced to life in prison with a minimum non-parole period of 17 years. Following the trial, two other women came forward against Kempson. One, a former live-in girlfriend, testified that he had threatened to kill her with a butcher knife, saying that he had been, quote, sent by the CIA to kill her and subjected her to humiliating sex acts, confinement, and violence for months. He was sentenced to seven and a half years in that case. In yet another trial... A woman, also a British tourist who had been vacationing in New Zealand, came forward and said that just three months before Grace's death, Jesse had raped her in a hotel room, was very violent towards her, and threatened to kill her with a knife. After the assault, she went to Auckland police, who told her that the case would be, quote, too difficult to prosecute, as it was he said, she said. They granted her an order of protection and sent her on her way. So she was very vocal after this because she was like, Grace didn't have to die. Like if you had taken me seriously. Right. When I came to you the first time, (laughs) like this might have happened because it was only a matter of time. Cassie, I don't know if he'd ever actually killed someone in the past. I'm not sure, but he was, Mm -hmm. Grace might've been his first, but there was escalating violent behavior. Of course. That yeah. very mm-hmm. clear signs where people had come forward to police in the past and let him slide by until it finally Ugh. got to this point. So I mean, hopefully this is this was the only it doesn't seem like he was very smart. No. Necessarily smart about, about like how he t- yeah. But I mean, not gonna yeah, armchair <laughs> break down no, that. What what this case makes me think of is like the reason why we have the the tainted love section mm-hmm. even yes. to begin yep. with is because like there are thousands and thousands of examples of meeting up with a Tinder date, having a whole mm-hmm. slew of drinks, going back to a hotel room and having a good time. That's right. right. You know, like nothing, nothing happens. Right. And it's just like, I feel like every time I hear one of these stories, I'm like scrutinizing it. Like what, what was the flag? Like, what can I learn from this? Mm -hmm. You know, what, what's something we can tell people like that there, that's the moment. Watch for this. There's, there's not, there's not always, you know what I mean? Like there just isn't always. And it's so sad. And the only way and it, and it's not, it isn't fair, but it's like, you almost have to be like, so, cautious like where it's just and how do you how do you even navigate that like how do you even Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know what the answer is i don't know and and it's just sad too because you know obviously like grace came from such a great background Mm -hmm. with a loving family and like you were saying earlier in the story like you could just tell that she walked with 
right happiness mm-hmm. and 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 everything so you know i think sometimes in those cases like she wouldn't have even thought for a second well, of being in danger. And this guy right. was a practiced liar, right? Like it's yeah. not like yeah. this was the first person that he'd manipulated or that he was able to successfully lie to or or able to successfully charm. I mean, a person who lives this way who you know, can lie for months to get out of paying rent, who can scam roommates out of money, who like they obviously have a quality. I think it is that kind of like psychopath charm or like whatever that is Mm -hmm. that it's not her fault for falling for that at all. Like, you know, like, right. So, um, this woman who he had raped previously, um, whose identity, whose identity is protected, um, but describes her, but describes herself at the time of her assault as young, naive, and a hopeless romantic believes Mm -hmm. that if police had taken her claim seriously, like I said, and looked into him, that this murder never would have happened. Yep. Jesse was sentenced to three and a half years for that crime. For his part, Jesse continued to show no remorse, lashing out at a judge during one of his three trials, shouting, you have no reason to convict me. You're full of shit. (laughs) Wow. So, so that'll get you out of it. No, um, no fucking remorse. Wow. He has run out of appeals on his conviction of the murder of Grace, though he continues to appeal the other two convictions. After his conviction for Grace's murder, her family made a public statement saying Grace was our sunshine and she will be missed Mm -hmm. forever. Her mother, Jillian Mullane, and cousin, Hannah O'Callaghan, founded the charity Love Grace to help women affected by domestic violence. The charity collects handbags and fills them with toiletries for victims of abuse. As of December 2023, they had donated 15,600 handbags in the United Kingdom and Mm. internationally. The charity also raises money for the White Ribbon Campaign, which is a global movement of men and boys working to end male violence against women and girls. In the British 2024 New Year Honors, both Gillian Mullane and Hannah O'Callaghan were appointed officer, officers of the Order of the British Empire for services of charitable fundraising and tackling violence against women. Hmm. Helena Cohn, who's a documentary filmmaker who made a documentary about Grace's case, um, said this on why this case resonates. She said, quote, I've been in that position and probably every woman in the history of the world has been in that position on a new date with someone that you don't really know. We're excited to be there. The CCTV footage shows a young girl having fun in a new country. She was just a normal young woman who absolutely didn't deserve what was about to happen to her. So Mm -hmm. I think that that really does say it all. Everyone has been in a similar situation before. That's right. Yep. Um, we've all taken calculated risks on dates. Absolutely. Um, we do it every day with people that we meet, even if you're not on dates. You know, we take That's risks right. yeah. all the time with new people that we meet, choosing to trust people. Um, and it, it's very scary. And it feels especially scary because it feels like maybe there's nothing we can do mm. to prevent it entirely, short of locking yourself in your house and never going out. Right. You know? So all these people who want to shame Grace for like having gone back to his hotel room, having had this many drinks, having done X, Y, Z. 
there's you can't ever do enough to protect yourself from That's people right. like this. People like this are going to find right. a way to hurt people yeah. no matter yeah. what. Well, it's exactly yeah. what Christina said, which is that like, you know, we try to find the logic or the the clue or the thing or the 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 thing that's, you know, the the pin in it all, but there isn't. Like she said, there's millions of people go on dates every day and they end up you know, telling a funny story or or you know, and we we laugh at those things, but then there are these stories that what, one in every thousands and thousands of good dates there's this it's just well i mean there is no serious predictor yeah and anything can go wrong at any time like cassie when you're telling Mm -hmm. your story and it's like yeah okay it's fine because he left right and like that's how that ended but it very easily could have gone a different way like you don't know this person Mm -hmm. who's in your house and you don't know them even though she spent a month in your story she had been talking to him for a month you feel like you know someone Um, Mm -hmm. after talking to them for a month and clearly she didn't really know this person and now he's in your house he's high on cocaine and in that case he did leave but what if he didn't like there's just it could go any any which way at any time and you wouldn't know you know you really don't oh wow that is yeah that is a sad story yeah incredibly it's a real rough one and um Mm. yeah but again, it's just like Christina said, it's the reason, you know, we had, we introduced this segment specifically because, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it's, it's a scary thing. It can go incredibly wrong. To, you know, because I, I've said on this podcast and it's something that I still intend to do, still want to do is I, I want to solo travel. It's something that I think <sighs> would be really fulfilling to my life. It's something I, I want to do in my life and I will do in my life, but as a woman, unfortunately, I mean, as anybody, but like, especially as women, it is a risk. Yep. It is a, you have to think yep. so much harder about your safety. Um, and you have to, you know, just kind of decide like, is this worth the potential risk for me? Is this experience mm-hmm. that I could have worth the potential risk? Am I willing yeah. to take that on? Like, you have to think that mm-hmm. all the time. And and it's not fair. Like she's a young woman yeah. who should have been able to say, I want to take a gap year to explore the world before I you yeah. know, go back to my hometown and settle down, you know, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm going to Germany for, you know, and part of that time I'll be by myself. You know what I yeah. mean? It, it's, it is scary. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked about, even when I used to travel for work all the time, it's just, you know, you do you do things that in your mind you're like, oh, this is stupid. I don't need to take the wrong floor to fool somebody. But maybe I did. I don't know. And and you do. You'd make all these calculated choices and decisions well, to and either think you're avoiding. Yeah. Yeah. And you you, and you you might feel silly. I think that that happens a lot where we're like, I'm just being paranoid. Um, That's I'm right. just being silly. But whenever we tell that story, like he went on a date with his previous date dead in his hotel room and she's like i I got an icky vibe i got an icky vibe and i didn't go to my car right away and it turns out like Mm -hmm. there are people who might look at that and be like oh you're being extra you're being too dramatic but it turns out that the person you were on a date with was a sociopath you weren't being stupid trust your gut trust those vibes rather be looked at as silly than than the uh, the right. you know other mm-hmm. 
side of it. So, yeah, you can think I'm yeah. silly all you want, I guess, <laughs> is the way I think of it. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, well, what are you guys watching? You guys are going to love this. Um, Chris and I started watching um, Weight Lotus, the second season. We didn't, we didn't uh, skip the first season because we're like, we, we kind of, but everybody talks what? about the second Sorry? season. White Lotus. Oh, White Lotus. Okay, amazing. I'm yeah. so happy for you. Welcome. Welcome so, to the journey. <laughs> yeah, we are like, I think about halfway through. I will say, so good. I think I, I think I liked the second season better, but the first season is wackier. <laughs> well, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, because there's definitely, unhinged. there's unhinged shit that happens in the second season too. Like it's, it is yeah. a, a wild, wild ride. Enjoy. Yeah, I'm, it's already a little what the fuck <laughs> but <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, i love it i can't wait for the the next season um i will say uh we finished uh this season of fargo which was Ooh, i heard it was amazing. pretty phenomenal yeah um just a great story it's um uh juno temple is incredible in it John Hamm is really good. Jennifer Jason Lee. It's just, it's, it's great. T to B. So nice. I recommend. Um, well, okay. I have, I have two kind of, because I did at the time we're recording this, we are recording a head one so that Cassie can get nice and settled in, in Germany. Um, only one episode of the new season of two detective has come out and I did watch it and it was (gasps) so good. Okay. I thought I thought it was so good. So, you know, it has that kind of creepy vibe of like you're in Alaska when it's dark 24 seven. So there's that. Mm -hmm. So I'm just watching it. I'm like, I'm so cold watching this show. (laughs) Um, And then Jodie Foster is incredible. John Hawks. She's incredible. Um, So loving it so far. And other than that, I haven't been watching anything new, but I did listen. There's a, a author named Jennifer McMahon who I enjoy, and she had a new release this year or end of last year called My Darling Girl. And her her mm. books are kind of like atmospheric, kind of creepy, but rarely do I feel like they go into the realm of like actual horror kind of novel um, and this one okay. felt that way to me and I, cause I knew it was her. So I just put it on hold at Libby at the library. Um, and it's demon possession, which she hadn't Ooh. done before. And I'm like, mm. oh, I, I actually very much enjoyed it. So if that's something and I enjoyed listening to it too, because it was kind of creepy, yeah. kind of a slow burn, creepy sensation. Ooh. Oh, all right. Well, hey, if you guys have a horrible date story to share with us, if you have something that we should watch, if you just want to reach out and say hello, go to our one-stop shop of a website. It's mywarstatepodcast.com, and we love you so much. Cheers. Cheers.